Hi, this is Darba. Welcome to the eighth episode of our podcast, Patrons and Partnerships. Today, our guest is Nina Bhattacharya of Zero Waste Gainesville. This is Darva again. Would you like to introduce yourself and just tell us what we will be discussing today? Absolutely. And thank you all again for having me. I'm Nina Bhattacharya. I'm the founder of Zero Waste Gainesville, a community group that promotes zero waste practices and policies. And today I'll just be telling you a little bit about our upcoming campaign on food waste reduction and composting. Okay. So I'm not that familiar with uh, food waste composting. So if you just want to get started telling me about that and let everybody else know. Sure, absolutely. So you may wonder why Zero Waste Gainesville is putting our efforts in this topic. And there's really multiple reasons. Food waste is really prevalent throughout the United States. 30 to 40% of our food supply goes wasted, which is a pretty astronomical figure. And that's all the while where millions of people face food insecurity, so they don't have enough food to eat. So what we're really hoping to do is to help connect people with edible food, and then also to divert food scraps and other organics from the landfill and to compost them to make them, you know, rich compost that could be used for gardening. And in addition to that, one of the main reasons that we really want to address food waste is because it's not just like food scraps that are being thrown away and going to the landfill. It really has to do with the waste of all the resources that go into making that food, from the land to the water to human labor and energy. And so by addressing food waste, we can really address that waste of all the resources that go into making our food. And so our campaign is really twofold. We really want to let people know about the things that they can do in their daily lives to reduce food waste or to get started with composting or both. And we are also asking our city and county commissioners to put resources to these activities too, to help the community connect to edible food with people who need it, to help our community do more composting as well. So just like some tips and tricks for those folks at home in terms of reducing food waste. At Zero Waste Gainesville, we really like to break it down into kind of main areas to, to address food waste in your home. From planning, you know, your weekly food purchases to preparation of food, storage of food, and also to um, shopping for food. We often say, look at what you have in your fridge or your pantry first before purchasing more items. There may be things that you can utilize to make meals before you even go out and buy any more food. Or you could plan for recipes of which you have food at home, and then you make some purchases and use a combination. That way, you're always eating the food you have on hand. Also with preparation, we really talk about making sure that you look at like the sell-by and before-by date. And if there is um, any concern about whether a food has gone bad, you can also just use your senses. A lot of us know when food has gone bad, it's pretty clear. Just because there's like a sell-by date doesn't necessarily mean that it has gone bad by that date. So we definitely like point to people to kind of look at that and, and kind of learn a little bit more about what those things mean. And again, use your senses to kind of sense if there's smell that's off, 
then it's likely to have gone bad, but a lot of times, you know, food may be perfectly fine to eat. Similar to what I had mentioned in terms of planning, like shopping at home first, you know, before going to the grocery store. But when you are at the grocery store, be more open-minded to the types of food you're willing to purchase. It might be considered like ugly fruits and vegetables, but, but they're perfectly fine to eat. So kind of think outside of the box of having this perfect tomato or this perfect banana and just look at things and be willing to eat things that maybe not have that, you know, perfection associated with it. And then on the storage side of things, just making sure you store your food properly. If you have leftovers that need to be eaten, put them at the front of the fridge so you don't lose them in the back of the fridge. There's so many times that um, I think people often, you know, fill up their fridge and don't even know what they have. So just kind of keeping tabs and organizing the fridge to make sure you eat those leftovers. Another good tip is for you to freeze any food that you know you won't eat within a certain amount of time. Um, and that just ensures that like it won't go bad in the fridge. So those are just kind of some easy things to do of which you can ensure that, you know, you're not throwing away good food um, and that you, you kind of plan and store appropriately. The second part of the campaign that we are working on is just reaching out to those city and county commissioners, like I mentioned, and just looking for them to put resources to expanding compo composting options for residences and businesses. Um, and then also trying to connect people with good food, edible food, so it doesn't go wasted and people who are hungry can eat it. Okay. So I was wondering, how does someone start a food waste compost? Yeah, so that's a really great question. There's a couple different varieties of compost that you can start in your home. One of the very common ones is called a backyard bin. Alachua County actually offers for free chicken wire that can be used to create a, a cylinder bin of which they can put in their backyard and start a compost pile. And there's certain types of foods that are good for composting. Avoid any kind of meat products because we don't want to have rodents come in or other issues related to bacteria and pathogens. So typically the types of foods that you throw in your bin are like vegetable and fruit scraps. You could put in eggshells, coffee grounds, and then you always want to make sure you include what are called, you know, browns. Well, the vegetables and, and fruits are considered the green part of your compost pile. And the browns are like a leaf litter. It could even be like cardboard, things to help break everything down to create compost. And it's as easy essentially as that. You can also purchase compost bins that are, you know, plastic and circular, and you can turn them to make sure that it's getting enough rotation and, and, and heat to be able to break down the compost. Another option, and the one that we actually use in our home, is called a vermicompost system, and that is using worms to do the work. So you can either create your own vermicompost worm bin, and there's plenty of, um, if you just Google that, you can see the different types of systems you can create or you could purchase. You're going to need to have, you know, two containers that are set within each other, and the top one would have holes in it so that you can make sure that there's um, some air circulation. But essentially you just put all the food scraps in with the worms and the worms break it down. And um, at the end of it, you have a really nice compost that could be used in the garden. For those people who may not have say the land to be able to do a compost bin or uh, feel like they may not have the time, we also have two businesses in town, one called Beaten Path Compost, 
and the other one called Two Farms, One Dream, and they both accept people's food scraps and make compost. And so on our website on zerowastegainsville.com, we have the contact information for both of those groups. And if you're interested in getting in touch, they're always looking to help residents compost. Well, that's good to know about those businesses. Mm -hmm. And I was glad that you mentioned other ways to compost because I was thinking, does the compost attract animals or wildlife? So I was glad that you touched on that. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, we've never had an issue with our vermicompost system with regards to like um, wildlife. You know, you manage it and you keep those leaf litter in there and everything. It breaks down really nicely. And we've just really never had an issue. Okay. What are the benefits to having a food waste compost? Yeah, that's a great question. So whenever you throw away food scraps from, you know, vegetables and fruit and the coffee grounds and so forth, they are disposed in the landfill. And it actually contributes to one of the most greenhouse gas emissions of a landfill called methane. So by composting your food scraps, you're keeping them out of the landfill and you're helping reduce that uh, methane emissions from the landfill. Another benefit, of course, is just the compost itself. Um, You can use compost in potted plants. You can use it in your garden. You can use it to grow food. It's just a really nice amendment that's got a lot of great properties to help with plant growth. And you already discussed how we can incorporate this into our daily lives, right? Yeah, so a lot of the information regarding, you know, the preparation and planning for meals really helps with reducing food waste in your own home. The Zero Waste Gainesville will be launching a campaign on Earth Day to encourage residential and business composting. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that? Sure. So um, we'll be having a page on our website that people can go to and learn more about these ways to reduce food waste in their home, to get started with composting. There's some really great videos on how-tos to create these compost bins. In addition, we're going to have information that they can utilize to send to city and county commissioners to show support for food waste reduction, for composting initiatives. And so we just encourage you all to you know, check out our website um, on Earth day to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and then they can learn more about it. Okay. So one other question that I had, is there any cost to um, starting up the food compost? So when it comes to creating one yourself, Alachua County does provide that chicken wire that you can use in your backyard to um, start up the compost bin. So that's mm-hmm. no cost there. To be honest with you, for my vermicompost system, I actually uh, found it on Facebook Marketplace. So a friend had posted that they were getting rid of theirs for free. And I ended up saying, oh, I want it. I want it. So I always encourage people to check out like Craigslist or Facebook or, you know, maybe some other online um, ways to purchase used uh, equipment because that was how we got ours started. In addition with the the companies that I mentioned, I know that they're, they're constantly expanding and looking for people to drop off food scraps. So I definitely reach out to them and have a better understanding about what their policies are in terms of composting for others. You've given us a lot of good information. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I think that's about it. I just wanted to thank you all again for having me. I really enjoy our chats and um, happy to provide information for the community. Well, thank you. And we look forward to our next one.